everybody. Lili Nishmasimi Mirosi Rusmas Mordechai. Schus Bni Akiva Simcha Ben Fego. I just got back from Yerushalayim. I was in the Waldorf Hotel. And uh, a bunch of people came over to me. They said, oh, yeah. Most of the people, it was very embarrassing. Most of the people said, I used to do your shear. <laughs> yeah, I used to do it. was like, like, I was telling my wife, you see, he, no, no, I used to. You see, I used to. So finally, like, uh, during davening, this guy next to me, obviously, he didn't recognize me, because he's... So after davening, I said, Shalom Aleichem to him, and I, I told him about this chiddush that I had last, last, uh, last week, Rebchaim Kanievsky, that if you do, if you do, um, if you have a sedra during laning, you're not yoyed. So we're going through it, and when I'm done with it, he goes, can I just ask you one question about the Meaningful People episode? <laughs> it's like, oh, even him, even the guy I thought. All right, anyways, I'm not going back there again. Zuck the Heilige email. I can't say the guy's name. Uh, he's the last person that was in the email. He's a caterer for 30 years. And unlike me, he was not smart enough, he says, to switch over to real estate. Uh, he's on his fourth cycle. Although you're not the... Listen to this. Rabbi said, this is, this is just for you. Mendel Zaks, I'm best friends with his brothers. I learned with Hill Zaks and Yaakov Mordechai Zaks, and he, I know him for years. Listen to this, you'll love it. Although you're not the best Balmazbir, I think in my opinion that would be Rabbi E.M. Tights from Elizabeth, New Jersey. You're the most charismatic. You make the people feel like you're part of the shir. Then he goes on to give me another shtach. Now for my suggestion. It's very nice and uplifting when the island breaks out into song. But I think it would be nicer to be able to hear the Oilam singing rather than just you. <laughs> Although you're not the best Balmazbir and you have a terrible voice. What else? Uh, I mean, it doesn't say not to say his name. I'm just taking out his name. Anyways, Yishkoyach, I love the Oris. If, if you notice, many times when I sing, when we sing, I take the microphones off. I put them here. The only time I don't is if Nachman Seltzer is sitting next to me and he's like trying to overpower the things. So then I... Okay, that's why. Otherwise, I try to get. Here's another one. I shouldn't mention his name. He's from Baltimore. He learned in Eretz Yisrael. And da 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 da. Oh, I want to share a letter to the editor I saw in this week's Yet Ted. Dear editor, thanks to MDY Flatbush, I get tremendous chizik from the group, which is dedicated. I didn't see this letter yet, so it's Kishmak. Which is dedicated to Dafyomi staying up later on Shabbos to live stream Rabbi Eli Stefanski's Dafyomi share from Israel. Wow, the Achdus and Ahavas Yisrael of MDY are palpable. Keep up the great work and remember it's not about the Daf, it's about the Yomi SS of Brooklyn, New York. I second motion this. Da, 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 da. Okay, Yishkoyach, thanks for bringing it to our attention. By Nachman Taub, as a vision of Tzilchusid. The lay vision of Rabbi from once he asked that his Chassim learn a blot Gemuda every day, Lili Nishmasoi. Bikitzer, he went on, da 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 da. And then he says he has a very geschmacky gematria. Daf Hayoimi is 155, is the gematria of Oilam Haba, which is 154. And if you add MDY Koil to it, Bikitzer, somehow it adds up, he says. <laughs> By the way, Gemar is also Rashi Tevis. Good morning, Reb Eli. May I give you, if you spell, yeah, I guess. Baruch Hashem Yukim Toiro. I began learning Dafyomi 
with broches. Rosh Hashanah. Oh. Now, Mitainus, I caught my son, five and a half, looking at my Gemara, points to the words as if he's reading out loud and starts. Good morning, Raboisai. Evan Rosenhaus, LMSW. Cheski Kiznet. Thanks for everything. Tell me when I should stop these emails. At nine. At nine. <laughs> Good. You see, that here's a guy that likes emails. His guy hates them. I do have suggestions about the emails. Baruch Hashem, your shear is growing. Perhaps try to read one or two per shear by picking the best ones. You're lucky I got this before I'm instilling this. <laughs> but the other emails, put them up on your website so you can read them. Well, most of them, this way will encourage everyone to continue writing. As I know, I'd love to read them. Just a thought. Chaski Kiznet. More. This guy came all the way from Yerushalayim to learn Torah and I'm reading emails here. Hi, my 11-year-old nephew learns the daf every day with you online. He's motivated by reading the newspaper, which is you and me. This is New York Police Department Deputy Inspector Richie Taylor, Brooklyn, New York. Keep up your amazing work. He'd love a shout out. His name is Shimshi Klein and he lives in Flatbush, New York. Thank you, Shimshi Klein. Rabbi Esterson. Okay, we could, uh, this is from East Boca. Oh, another shtach here. Been meaning to write you for almost a week. This past week, there was a day when you started with a correction of something the day before. Later in the same shir, he's going to say what an honor I am. You got confused and asked what the article said. Towards the end of the shir, you mentioned that you said the wrong shot the Gemara the previous day. While I can imagine there are some people who would have found the new Magid shir right, right then and there. That was not my reaction. I've listened to other Magid shir who said the wrong shot and never corrected the mistakes. I've tuned out after that. I'm proud to be a part of the shir when the Magid shir isn't embarrassed to admit that they made a mistake. We're more interested. This guy is a Mashir. I dive in and keep up being human, and that guy with the Leo never holds you back from this. Okay, Arya Esterson, East Boca Magicir, Ishkoyach. Okay, this, not that many left, unless we get more today. All right, Rabbi you know what today is? Unbelievable. I should have mentioned it right away. No, guess what today is? 700 daf into Shas. 700 daf. That's 100 weeks. Seventh night of Hanukkah. Unbelievable. All right, here we go. We're holding two words, six, eight, ten, twelve lines from the bottom of Chav Aleph, Omid Beis. Abba Umana, Hava Osilei Shlomo, Shlomo, Mimisifta de Rikia, Kol Yoima. Every single day, Abba Umana, Umana in Shas, is somebody that does, that does bloodletting. It was a big thing to, to heal people. They, 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 they believe they need to take a little blood out and everything would be good. Demonstration here, come here. Who said demonstration? Come here, I'll demonstrate. You, totally. Let me show you how it's done. Anybody have a needle? Somebody, some guy said, I heard, and I'm serious, in the hotel, he said, I heard you do props, whatever. What, tell me your best prop. I said, when we're talking about uh, Mason, I brought a dead guy. We did the whole, the, the tire on the table. No, for real? No, not for real. Abu Mona So he was a blood letter, but I'm sure he's a god of Torah. Every single day, they would say from Shemayim, Shalom Alecha. How you doing? You okay? Go weiter. Abayo only got that once a week, Erev Shabbos. Lerava, poor Rava. Once a year. He had tsar. What am I doing wrong? I thought I'd do everything right. I'm Roshiva. I do everything, everything. I'm learning. I'm Abai and Rava. You hardly hear about Abu Umana and Shas. Abai gets it once a week. He felt bad. 
Maybe he's doing something wrong. They told him, you can't do what Abu Umana does. What, what exactly does he do? He have a milsa when he would let blood have a machaz gavir lechud unashe lechud. We're gonna have another story. Very interesting. That this is a very big thing. He would separate men and women. No mingling. No, no. Something that we take almost for granted today. There was a mechitza. Men here, women over there. Is makvin on sneers. And when he let blood from a woman, he wouldn't see her skin. He was makvin on sneers. He had a way. He had some sort of tube, a karna. The Havas Bezio, he would have like a, 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 like a sleeve that had a little hole in it, and he put it over, he kusilta, and then from there able, he was able to take out the blood without looking at the skin at all. Okay? Ki Havas Asile Itza, Havamalbishlo, and he would put it on a woman, Ki Echadelein Stakaba, so he doesn't look at her. Vizlei Duchte Ditsina, and he had a private place, the Shadebe Pshita de Shaka. If you wanted to pay him, you went to this, you didn't have to pay him directly. He didn't have a register and he saw how much money you're paying him. Shavalechem Ramosha Hirsch, he came from Yishlaim also? We could have taken a van if I would have known. Okay. So, you hear this? You pay him whatever you, whatever you can afford. Here, the, the box is outside, you drop the money in there. I'm not going to ask questions. This bay, this lay shadi bay. Whoever had money, put money in there. The less lay lay mixif, and whoever doesn't have, doesn't is not embarrassed. Doesn't have to ask favors from the blood letter himself. When a tamid chacham would come to him, loy shakel, he wouldn't even take money from him. Not only would he not take money from Tamid Chachamim, but he would give them something, a little something. It reminded me of, I heard from a number of people in Chicago, my shver is a famous surgeon, and this is before he was doing Dafi Yemi, today he's a big Tamid Chacham, he gives the shir and he learns all day, but not all day, but whenever he has time to learn between surgery, after surgery, in the morning. But people told me, guys, yeshiva guys told me, they would go to him, and obviously he took whatever, if they had insurance they had, if they didn't, not. And every yeshiva guy that walked out of his office got a shirt, nice brand new white shirt. He'd give every yeshiva guy. Zach, maybe he got it from here, but I don't know if he... But Raboisai, I want to shtel on this Gemara for a second, because I think it's very, very important. We see from this Gemara a major yisoyed. Abu Umana was a blood letter. And the Gemara tells us that Abaya couldn't reach the madrega of a blood letter. In other words, that every one of us, no matter what field we have, if we sell diamonds, if we're architects, lawyers, in our field, we could do, we could accomplish more than the other person could accomplish. If you're an accountant, you could do X, Y, Z. You have to figure out what your, how you could perform chesed, how you, he went above and beyond to, to create a, a situation of tznias, whatever it is, which Abaya, the tremendous time of Chacham Abaya couldn't reach. So you can't say, oh, I'm not a Rosh Hashiva, so I can't reach this and this Madriga. No. You work in the sanitation department, you could do this, this, and this that nobody in the world could do. Only you in the sanitation department could do it. This is what you see from here. It's a tremendous thing, tremendous. We're going to see, there's a jail guard, there's a clown, the different things that you wouldn't believe. No, they reach Madrigas that maybe you can't even reach. Zogdi Gimbaram. 
او با صدقهای یوم خد شد ابای زوگ در ربان I want to check him out. Well, what's so hush of about it? I see Vinu. So, Tutamid Chacham go into Abu Mana. They didn't say, obviously, they didn't say that the spies. I see Vinu, he sat him down by Chlun, he gave him to eat, Vashkin, he gave him to drink. Umachlu, Bistarke, Bilalia. And he gave him a very Gishmaka woolen cover for the night. It's Afra in the morning. Karchinu. Top of Chav Bezom and Aleph, Bishaklinu, Vakamun, Fakalu, Lushuka. They stole it. They talk about how they were able to do it. They're part of their testing him. They took the blanket, folded it up, and they were out of there with the guy. You know, like uh, people in the hotel. Somebody, I'm not joking, in our hotel, okay, she's already older and maybe over bottle, she gave my wife the towels that said on it, Holiday Inn. She wrapped them up. Maizashaya. It was from our hotel that we own. And she gave it a matana. Here. She took it from the bathroom. Anyway. It was. No, it was, it was, it was, it was funny. Because uh, at that age, whatever. When a fucking the shuka takes the blanket, steals it, puts it in the, in the suitcase, and is out of there. So they go to the marketplace. They bump into him on purpose. I think. Could you, could you take a look at this blanket? Tell us how much it's worth. It's worth, uh, it's worth good money. How do you know? Maybe it's worth more. I bought it. What do you mean? How do I know? I bought it for this and this amount. Yeah, you're right. You bought it. We stole it from you. Uh, can you tell, like, when you saw your blanket that you bought and you recognized it, so what do you think? Maybe you had a big mitzvah to do, and you embarrassed to tell me. So you stole something from me, then you come back to me knowing that I'm going to know that it's from me, and like this, I'll give you money, and you don't have to ask directly for money. Maybe you're very embarrassed, but Yehuda says maybe... It was their own relatives that, for whatever reason, they were embarrassed to ask for money. So, I love when that happens. You bump into a guy in the street. Hey, you know, oh, by the way, I stole this from you. Could you here, take it back home. Like I have nothing better to do. Stuff around the blanket now for the rest of the day. Okay. So, could you take it back home? I already thought, as soon as I saw that you took the blanket, I already donated it to Zdaka. I don't need it anymore. So he didn't take it back. Now imagine Rava. Abaya gets a special Shalom Aleichem from Shemayim once a week. Abaya is jealous of Abba Umana. Rava is jealous of Abaya. If we only had it once uh, in a lifetime, <laughs> it would be unbelievable. No, so Abaya, Rava is like, what's going on here? What did I do wrong? Why is Abaya getting it more often than me? Omrulei. Don't worry about it. Because of you, Rava, the whole world is saved because of you. Take care of the whole world. You don't need it. It's fine. Once a year is, is enough for you. City, Karcha, the city. Ooh. Yeah, we're having so much fun that we didn't. Okay, is Chaim. is dedicated by Kessler and David's family. 
Parnas Chodesh is Yoyli. Is that his last night? So we'll say all the names. Lineage was Doif Pinchas by Moshe. Lineage was Rucham Achayev from Abbas Doif Pinchas. Lineage was Achiel Shragim and Avraham Levi. And Parnas Chodesh, Reuven Klein, Nechama Bas Kolev, last day. Parnas Chodesh, the Hannes brothers and Hanar of the Hannes Sebzia and Crispin, Benazera families and Shlomo Lazarev if inspires to join MDY. The MDY Monsi, Tinegan Pasei Chevra, as a schusfer for Shlomo for the son of one of our local MDY Chevra, Adi Yushayo ben Malkachayo, came home, Baruch Hashem. All right, Zoktele Gimaram. Rebroika Chayza, have a shriar beshuko de belefet. Rebroika used to hang out in the shuk, in the marketplace, and belefet. Have a shriar chaliogabe. He was accustomed to meeting Eliyahu. Could you point out anybody over here in this marketplace that deserves Elam Abba? Nobody. A little time went by. There was a guy that looked like a guy. Today, I was thinking about it. If you wore white shoes to yeshiva, they'd throw you out in a second. In those days, if you wore black shoes to yeshiva, they threw you out of the neighborhood. You can't, it's awesome to wear black shoes. We are, oh, yeah, you go to Chassan, you have to wear black shoes. It's black shoes is Chashim. No. Black shoes, sign that you're, you're not Jewish. You didn't have any of these. Tcheles. Why do I have Tcheles? If you knew, because I did the re- I once gave a shear on Tcheles. I had no idea. I was just giving the shear. I did a lot of research. I gave a whole shear on it. And by the time the shear was over, I was like, where? I, I basically convinced myself I have to wear this. But they say, oh, but Rabbi Kanesi doesn't wear it. That was the only big question. Otherwise, it, it seemed like, to me at least. So then somebody sent me a video that Rabbi Kanesi said, a guy was a nudnik. The Chayim said, no, you shouldn't wear it. And then the guy said, but I did all the research and I believe. He says, if you do research and you believe it, you, you're mechuyiv to wear. He told the guy, you're mechuyiv to wear. So at the end of the day, you don't really, there's almost no downside. And the upside is that it's a mitzvah deray. So, so may I wear. Menachem Laughs at me every day and v'chula v'chula. Okay, but that's part of the thing. I do it because I think it's real. Fine. Oh my leg. So he didn't have any tchelas. You have to have tchelas in your tzitzis. He didn't have tchelas. He didn't have, he didn't have tzitzis, period. He had like a four-cornered garment without tzitzis. Now, from this story you see, you don't judge people by the way they look, by the way they dress. It's not important. Oh my leg. Hi, This guy is a ben oil Rod Basreis, he wanted to find out what the trick is. Omalei, my uvdach, what do you do? Omalei, zilei idna v'salamochar. Go, come back tomorrow, I'll answer you tomorrow. Lamochar, omalei, my uvdach, no, what do you do? Omalei, zandukno, ano. I'm a jail guard. I'm a shoymer. I watch people in jail. Is that Reb Zechariah? <laughs> a big famous Maggie Cheers just came in. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, now you put me on the spot. I have to start behaving. Come, shalom aleichem. Why, why, why? Oh, that's, that's... Had too much, too much in the world. <laughs> Another guy. So, come here, Shalom Aleichem. Not Zechari. Come, Shalom Aleichem. You look like him. Get over here. What's your name? Say the, to the island. What's your name? Albert Seven. Albert Seven from? I don't know. That's right. Okay. Wow, wow. My wife's going to kill me now. Don't tell my wife what just happened. And no, okay. no. No, somebody told me he's coming. So I said, okay, that must be him. That's what happened. I'm not joking. But now you re- I remember that I met you already before. So 
what, what, why, uh, why am I Zerich Because again, I separate the men and the women. And not only that, I separate them and I put my bed in between so that nobody should go from side to side. When I noticed that there's a, a Jewish woman there that the Goyim are looking at, now Moisir Nefesh doesn't mean like we say today, oh, it's Moisir Nefesh to come to Shir today. You don't have, I had to take a bus, I had to walk a pill. That's not Moisir Nefesh. Moisir Nefesh means Moisir Nefesh, to literally put your life in danger. How? And I would save them. There's a, a woman who is Mekudosh. She already had Kiddush in Gabon. I took some, some stuff from the wine. And I threw it at the bottom of her dress. And then the guy thought that she was a Nida and they ran away. Why do you look like a guy? Why don't you have tzitzis? Why do you have black shoes? I am a spy. I hang out with the guy. I don't want him to know I'm Jewish. And when there's some gzera going on, I let... I come and I tell the Chachamim before it comes out. And the Mevatel, if they're able to get to it before, it's a lot better when they're able to know about the Gzer before it comes out and the Mevatel Gzer is like that. When I asked you, what do you do? You didn't answer me right away. Come back tomorrow. There's a Gzer going on. Let me run and tell Rabban real quickly with, instead of wasting my time and tell you what's going on. I had an emergency. There two brothers and two people came. So Eliyahu says, These are also people from Olam Abba. Get Olam Abba. How are you? We are late Sodom. We give leitzanus, we lift up the spirits of those who are sad. We see two people that have a fight. We go and we make peace. It's not so possible to make peace between two people. Who was just telling me, Rebnison Kaplan, I don't know, it was during Shir, maybe right after Shir, the other day, somebody said that two people were in a fight, some sort of business fight. Ernison Kaplan, the Roshiva, he said he wants to buy the fight. Could he buy the fight? And he paid them up, whatever the fight was about, on condition that they'll be friends. That's what he said. I bought the fight, it's my fight. Anyway, people that make shalom, people that are able to make other people get out of their depression, they used their, their talent of, 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 um, of good humor for the right thing. So, oh, we say, It's one of the biggest things. On the wind that destroys the crap. On the yellow, we discuss if it's in the crap or if it's in the face. The types of locusts, a dangerous animal. 
even if it just hits a little bit. Even if there's only one of these grasshoppers, one, and we start screaming and we command it to Rabbi Shalom that you should get rid of it. Okay, so our voice goes like this. I sent a video. Mendy sent it to me. I got it from a few other people. And I sent it to Gary, but he's not here tonight. He said he can't do it. Okay, the video is like this. Yeah, you could play it. Right. Whatever. The video is very simple. There's a, because the idol knows that I like a safari. So he sent me this video. There's a, there's a, a jeep and a safari with eight people on it, and they're looking at some elephants, and all of a sudden, one of the elephants goes a little mashuga, Kedarka Makaydish, takes the jeep with one of his tusks, just tosses it. One guy, an athlete, just jumped right off, lands on his feet, perfect landing, runs away. But he, he took the jeep from here, put it over there, like, you know, 10 feet away, no problem. So my question is, if that happens, do you start davening for something like that? Do you start... Oi, we have to matria. The answer is Avada, not. Why? Because you went into their territory, you went into their habitat. You have no business being there. You, you want to take the risk, take the risk. You're going up to the elephant and you're looking at him. So of course he's going to get you. So at what point do we daven? When do we daven? When don't we daven? So the Gemara is going to give us four cases that are strange, weird things. And for that we daven. Otherwise we don't daven. What are they? This is what it's going to come out to. If an animal comes during the day, shows up in a city, that's strange. That never happens. A lion doesn't show up into a city and then start killing people. Forget about killing. They don't show up, period. They're night animal, whatever. They're, they're going to hang out. If anything, they'll come at night. So during the day is mishulachas. Mishulachas means HaKashbor who sent it. It's a sign from Shemaim, you got to do tshuva. Okay. Now, if there are two people, and this animal, the leopard, let's say, is in an open field, doesn't have a place to run away, and is staring at the people, just staring, that's weird. Again, this is not their nature. If they see two people, they like to get away. Even a lion, even a tiger, it doesn't matter. They don't. It says in, in, in Bereshis, the chayis are going to be scared of us. That's their nature. Believe it or not, there's people that lived with animals. They don't attack humans. That's how it is. And especially two people, they're going to get out of there. They don't want to, they don't look. If, they're, if he's just sitting there and staring, something's wrong. Now, if they're next to an agam, this is an agam, a marsh. If it's next to a marsh, in other words, they could get out of there quickly. They could, they could pray. They could do whatever they need to do and get out. Then, if it's in a if they're chasing people, two people, if they chase people, that's mishulachas. Okay, it gets there's a lot of detail here. That's why I did the thing. Chasing, even in a place where they can get away, then it's weird. And here's another one. If it's Leyadaga, you see these two people over here. It was it was after I came back from Mishalayim. I did this thing, so I did it quick. They're dead. You see? They're lying. This guy's lying this way. Now look at this guy. He, he doesn't have feet anymore. He just has a skull. You see? So if the animal kills two people and eats one, that's weird. 
Okay? Because even in the safari, they'll tell you, when, when, a, when, a, when a lion, when a lioness usually kills more than one, something strange. Even if they could kill more. Sometimes they do it for fun, whatever, but it's, it's a little strange. Yeah? Yeah, whatever, whatever it is. But so they, won't, they won't kill two people and eat one and not eat the other. If they kill two, they'll eat both if they're hungry. So the fact that they ate one and not the other is mishulachas, it's weird. Now let's see inside how we get to this. So in the beginning, the Gemara is going to tell us some rules, but the Gemara is going to qualify them, and, and basically it's going to come out like this. The first rule is that it has to be in a city during the daytime, that's weird. Let's see inside. When it's different, sent from Hashem, mishulach from Hashem, then you have to scream. If it's like the elephants, you go into the safari and they start killing people in the safari. Okay, that's where they live. That's where they, that's where they hunt. So what is it? Now I already told you the mascot of the Gemara. I said, Be'ir and during the day. The Gemara is going to have to qualify. If you see it in the city, that is strange. Lepers don't usually walk around the city. Basada. I was, in, uh, I was in the camp over there at night, and uh, the guy goes, oh no, there's a leopard in our camp. So of course, I go, oh, where? Everybody, the whole group, they ran into the rooms, and I started looking for him. My wife is screaming. I said, I'm with this guy, don't worry about it. He knows what he's doing. So both of us, we went to look for the leopards. But it's at night. At night, they'll come in. During the day, never. Mishulachas. Mirz beir mishulachas. Basada. In the jungle, ain't a mushulach, that's normal. Bayoim, now the Gemara, now the Bryce says another thing. Bayoim. We're going to combine the two things, ear and yoim. Bayoim mushulachas. If you see it anytime during the day, it's from Hashem. Now, obviously, where do you see it during the day? In the jungle during the day? That's, that's from Hashem? No, it's normal. That's why the Gemara is going to combine the yoim with the ear. If she sees two humans and she runs after them, that's weird. If she hides from them, that's normal to hide. If she killed two people and ate one, that's strange. If she ate both of them, she was hungry. Also, by the way, anytime a man killer, what is it called? A man eater? Very, very strange. It's not a normal thing for any of these cats to eat human beings. Very, only if they're sick and old and they can't get anything else, then they'll go to it. It's very, very rare. So don't worry about it. If you see a lion in the safari, you could get out of your car, walk around, pet it. It's not a problem. <laughs> also, the guy, no, no, the guy's going to write me an email. I tried it and he bit off my hand. Don't do it. Okay, I was joking, joking, okay? Like everything else. Also, the guy, Vinod Latino Gmarisa. If it climbs up a, a building and grabs a baby from upstairs, it's weird. Says Gemara Gufakasha. Okay, let's let's understand what's going on. Here. By the way, it's, we're gonna come back to the God. Don't worry about it. It's just a little swing in between. If you see it in the city, that's from Hashem. We didn't qualify day, night, nothing. Only during the day is from Hashem. Like Hashem, so you have to explain. Those two things go together. The, 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 the halacha of day was going on the first part. Be'ir has to be during the day, and that's why 
this is the picture right over here. Okay, that's the first of all. Or if it's in a field, even during the day, that's not Mishulach, that's where they live, that's where they hang out. That's not from Hashem. If there are two people and she ran after them, that's from Hashem. What if you're just standing around, staring? Like, let's say, uh, the coyote in Chicago gave me a good stare and I went like this, nothing, didn't move. It didn't attack, but it wasn't scared. What's that? That's normal. But wait a minute. You said, if she hides, that's normal. That if she doesn't hide and she gives you a good stare, that's weird. That's different. The difference is, one is in a field next to the marsh where it could run away. She's not going to steer you down when she has nowhere to run to. That's different. If she killed two people, and she, there's a, a book, I, I might have mentioned this a while ago, just to explain to you how easy it is for, for them to kill a human being. To kill a zebra could take you know, a few minutes. But this woman wrote a whole book about how she lived with lions. Well, that's a book. I read it when I was a teenager. She said, I believe that lions are not going to kill humans. Da, da, da. She goes into the jungle. She became friends with a lion. Took her a long time. She had to earn the, the, the trust. And she lived with them for years. But the last page, the last, last page says, uh, my mom got killed by the lion. He, he just gave her like a, one smack, killed her on the spot. One zets. And he, he finished off the book like that. And in that book, it says that there was a, uh, a hunter, an African hunter. He, he killed like a leopard. He, get, he shot him or something. And he went to see the thing, but the thing was a little bit alive. And the, guy, the thing gave him one whack with his hand and killed him. He didn't even bite him. He just, with his, with, anyway, the very, very powerful animal. Point is, killed two people. No problem. Two people. All right, Papa. So, if she killed two people but only ate one of them, mushulachas. That's from Hashem. Shneim, if she decided to eat both because she was hungry, ate mushulachas. That's normal. But a second ago, he said, you don't have to kill. Chasing is enough. Chasing is. Okay, so it goes like this. If she is where she's at in, in the Agam, so she could, she could kill two people. That's, that's normal. But if she's in the Agam and she only kills one, she kills two and eats one, that's where it becomes strange. And what if it's not in the Agam? What if it's in a field, the open field? Then chasing is strange. You hear? So it goes like this. Chasing right over here. That's why I did this. Just running after somebody, that's minashamayim. What are you doing? Oh, I should have taken out the agam over here. I think there's a mistake. Okay, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, Menachem? Anybody? It should be sada. Open sada, chasing. So this whole picture, because it's in the marsh, it's not good. Chasing is weird. But if it's in the agam, then killing and only eating one is also weird. Like right over here. Killing Aeneas, I have, to, I have to redo this thing. Okay. Even in the Agam? The whole thing was Omedes. Omedes was, he made a curse. 
Okay, so then it's good. Good, good. Ratsa is always weird. Ratsa is always weird, even in Agam. Okay, I did it good. Good. Thank you. Thank you. So, Imedes is what? Uh, Imedes where? So, one minute. What should I do here? Ah, Sadavai Imedes by two people. Two people, right? This is weird. Sadai Medes, two people, Ratsasa by the Agam, and eating one out of the two people is also weird, even in their own thing. Okay. <laughs> right. Here. There's no Agam here. Sadai Medes. I did two people. I hope that was right also. Allah Oh, no, I'm missing. Just seeing if you're paying attention. Okay. Also, Lagag, went up to the attic, to the roof, and grabbed the baby out of the, what is it called, the crib. That's from Hashem. Pshito. It's very, it's not normal for an animal to climb up to grab something like that. Omar we're talking about, so I don't know, this is the best I was able to come up with tonight. Let's see if I have it here. Oh, it's a very, very weak picture. Maybe from a distance it looks decent. Not bad over there, but when you look close, it's not. Anyway, this is like a hunter's house. You see how low it is? This is maybe a, a normal height. Here's a human being, very low. They, they, they go low to the ground so they could grab, they could hunt birds or whatever. So this is not such a chiddush that the animal climbed on top of this and grabbed something. It's very low. Nevertheless, it's still mushlach. It's still considered from Hashem. So if soldiers come by, you have to dive and start. What if an entire army from another nation wants to march right through your country? They're not, they're not there to, to go to war. They just want to march through. That's also something you have to dive in for. I think Gemara says why. You remember Parinachoy? Why is his name Parinachoy? Because he tried to use Shlomo Melech's throne and he got a zetz from a lion. So that was it. He was handicapped for the rest of his life. Parinachoy. Yoshio is a very big tzad. And Parinachoy, as the Gemara is going to tell us, wanted to go through Eretz Yisrael. Oh, I forgot to draw the map. But he needed to get to, let's say, he needed to get to, the, to, to Iraq. So the only way to get from Egypt to Iraq is through Eretz Yisrael, really. So he wanted to go through Eretz Yisrael. Shanemar, turning to the Afchav, Bezom and Bez, sponsored by Adam Veils. In memory of my mother, Gail, if Rathen, Avigal, Gitlabaz, Pezov, Chav, Rivka. Sponsored by Adam Veils, as a Shadukhan for my siblings and myself. So he sends messengers. Where's my thing? Oh. I don't, I'm not, I don't want anything from you. And my God said, don't worry about it. Go through. I don't want to destroy you. He's already threatening. If you don't let me, I'm going to destroy you. No, don't, don't start up with me. 
Just let me go through. I'm not going to do anything wrong with you. If you don't let me through, I'm going to be mashchus you. I'm going to destroy you. He's referring to Zavadizar. Omar says, You see, he's talking about, obviously, he's not talking about Hashem, Hashem. He's not saying, oh, Hashem said I should go through. He's saying, My getchke told me to go through. So since he, he's relying on his Zavadizar, I'm going to destroy him. They shot, the shooters shot up Yoshio with arrows. Get me out of here, I'm dying. What does it mean? They shot him up so many times, I don't know how he lived. He was able to live and just to say, get me out of here. But how did he live? What happened? They made him like a sieve, like... When you're trying to sift flour, how many holes do you have in that? That's what his body looked like. Just full of holes from the arrows. What was this big Gavera? He's such a big tzaddik. What was his Gavera? His Gavera was, they didn't ask the Rav. He didn't ask the Navi. He should have asked. He, he, he figured it out on his own, and he was wrong. My Darash. What, what did he figure out on his own? V'cherev lo'isavar baritzachem. It reminded me of Tusus Loyavarkan. The Kher of nothing's going to ever happen here. Don't worry about it. Now, what? Hashem says to Klai Yisrael, you won't have a war in here in Israel. <laughs> Provided that you're tzaddikim, that you do the right thing. We're talking about that they were already over Avera. They all had Avadizara on their doors, behind the doors. They were hiding the Avadizara. The Kher of Loysavar Baratzachim. My Kher it can't be. He made his, the, he's making his own cheshman. He didn't ask the Navi. Had he asked the Navi, the Navi told him, you're wrong. It doesn't apply today. Klai Yisrael is bad. But he didn't know it. He says, it can't be. Agush Baruch says, I am going, I'm not going to allow a real war. So then what does it mean? I'm not going to allow the Cherev. Even the sword of Paroi and his army just going through, trying to get to another country. He didn't realize that his generation were full of Says the as he was dying, he saw that his lips are moving. Maybe he's upset at Baruch for killing him, and he's saying something not proper. Gochen, he bent down. <coughs> he was saying, Hashem is 100% right for killing me. I deserve to die for not listening, for not going to Yirmiyot. That's what he said. Hashem is a tzaddik. I didn't listen to him. And Yirmiyot said, the, the breath from our nose, Mashiach Hashem. So there's a story in the Mishnah that the scanning went down when they saw that there was a wind that came by and was destroying the crop, even if it's the size of the opening of an oven. Doesn't mean how much was destroyed, like a full oven full of wheat, or maybe less, maybe 
just an oven full of bread. So this is how they used to do the bread back in the day. You can still see it in Yerushalayim in different places. So does it mean oh, this amount? So I don't know how much that is, but it's definitely not as much as this entire tanner, let's say this is a tanner, full of wheat. That's a lot more. Toshma. Kimloi pitanur. It says, Kimloi pitanur, the top. Now, it has to be that it can't be wheat. You can't put wheat on the top, but you could put dough to cover the top. So mele means the bread. Vadai tibarlo. Does it mean that he covered the entire tanner? Or does it mean that he put enough bread around? By the way, that day that I, we said Zaev, and I told everybody that in Chicago I saw uh, coyotes, they look like Zavim. So Yosef and Zev from Chicago sent me a picture that day of a coyote right in front of his house. And they look similar to, it's the size of like a German shepherd. It's a serious thing, this guy. They just have a very pointy, if you look over here, but it's the size, maybe even larger than a German shepherd. Scary stuff. And here's another one that somebody sent me. This I couldn't believe. This is on CNN. <laughs> Mamish, and it happened. Who sent it to me? Shmuel. I think Shmuel sent it to me. Listen to this name. It must be Jewish. Eli Boroditsky. No? Was driving his night shift last week on a narrow rural road in Manitoba, Canada, when his car hit what he thought was a dog streaking across the dark road. After he clipped the animal, it flew into a ditch on the shoulder. He parked and used a small flashlight to get a look. I thought it was a German shepherd or a husky, he told CNN. I didn't think it was a wild animal. Anyways, he brings the animal into his car. <laughs> it is amazing how docile it was. I was petting it, he said. So to protect it from predators at night, picked up the animal. Doesn't sound like uh, your typical from guy, but okay. He picks up this injured animal, puts him in his car. Then he drives until, until his place in the cheese factory. Da-da-da, Winnipeg. Co-worker went out and looked at the animal. Delivered a big surprise. The dog, co-worker said, it's actually a coyote. Here it is, in the back seat of his car. Pella de Kazakh. Okay. Anyway, so this Zev, this coyote guy, Eli Broditsky, saving coyotes in his back seat of his car. Good thing his little kid wasn't in the car seat next to it or something. All right. The story that the wolves ate two children. And they, they went to the bathroom. The children were completely, what's the word? In one piece. No, uh, it went through the whole system. The, they were digested. Now, they say it wasn't mamish in one piece. It can't be because there's different, different problems. We had, a, we had a Gemara with if a fish swallows a fish, if a kosher fish swallows a, a tummy fish, it, it's tummy. Even though, but they say maybe not because over here it came out, so it's completely digested. There's still some basar there. There's still some atzamas. So the Chacham said that the meat, the flesh, the, meat, the flesh of the baby is not metama because since it was in the wolf for three days that it was completely digested, it might look like flesh, but it's not really flesh halachically. However, the bones, the bones are metama tumo. 
If the guy and they surround the city, or there's a river about to take over, or a ship with people on it that's about to go down, or the goyim are chasing somebody, so the ruach ra, we know is like a shed, meaning like a mental illness, a mental illness that causes somebody to, to, to do terrible things to himself. So, a person, an individual, could, could he's, he's allowed to, and Tysus points out that we're talking about over here, that it's very bad for the person to, to fast. He's a weak person, a fast will do him bad. But because it's such a tzara, he's permitted to fast. Very interesting. If you are going to fast, and then you're going to need help from other people. What are other people going to say? Who told you to put yourself in that position? You're committing suicide. You're fasting when you shouldn't be fasting. Now you all of a sudden you want us to help you? Go help yourself. Don't do that to yourself again and we won't need to help you. Interesting. Here we have another chiyuv besides Mar says another thing. This neshama, you have a chiv to make sure that stays alive and that you don't fast when you can't fast. Even when there's a magaifa, you could scream at Shabbos. They argued on Shabbos, you shouldn't, but during the weekday you could. Or perhaps they said, Nothing, you never scream on the Dever. Why not? Why shouldn't you scream? Because if you scream during the week, you might come to scream during Shabbos. So since this Manda Omar, this Talmud of Rebbe Kiva, Rebbe Chanan ben Pitoim, says that you don't scream the whole week, so the Chayra, Shimon Timni, will also hold like that. He holds the same kind of thing. They shouldn't scream on Shabbos. L'chari also holds. They shouldn't scream during the week. Next sugya called Tzor Shalei Tovei Alatzim B'Tan Rabbanan called Tzor Shalei Tovei Alatzim B'Matrim Leo. Chutz Merevek Shomim. My timer. When there's tremendous amount of rain, you don't ask Hashem to stop it. Omer Rabbi Yochanan Lefi Sheimis Palm Al Roiv Hatoyva. Unbelievable. A guy just he, he can't help it. It's just the money is coming in. It's just it's so much money that his wife is going crazy and he's shopping. You see these guys that they win the lottery. This guy commits suicide, this guy got robbed, and this guy this. They, they, they don't let. So he tells Hashem, it's too much for me. All I want is 100 million. 400, I don't, 400 is way too much. Stop, stop. You don't say stop on a, on a taiva. It's that you don't do. It's a taiva. Cash is good. So too much cash? No. You'll have to learn how to deal with it. Rain is a bracha. Too much rain? You don't, you don't dive into stop good. So you say, at least in Eretz Israel. You don't daven to stop a good thing. How do you know? And then, what does the rest of the Pesach say? The famous Pesach. Well, you saying it already within the last 30 days. Say it. As Billy die. Ma yad bili dai. Oh, my rabbi, you. What's the what's the gear saying? 
until your your lips will be so sore from saying die. But where the rain is devastating in Chuzlaretz, then we do scream out. What are the The people working in the base of Mikdash, they're on standby in the base of Mikdash. They send to the Anche Maimod. What are the Anche Maimod? The Israelim that represent Klai Israel. And they say, Make sure that the rain doesn't destroy them, they don't get buried in the rain. So you see that you're supposed to daven for. Stopping in, in Golos, he asked that should stop. In non Golos, the Chutzlar. Shalos Rebbe Leizer. Adeichin Shom Yardim Ispalish Leyardim. Where where do you in Eretz Yisrael? Where do you? Uh, what's the point? Omalem Kedeshi Yavad Adam Mekaren Ofel Bishachshich Ragel B'Mayim. You see that giant thing over there, that tall thing over there. When you stand on top of that, and the the water reaches that level where you could put your foot in it. In other words, it'll never happen because like three hundred feet up in the air. That's when you stop. The kids are never. Votanya Yodov over there, it says, it says in another place, his hands, not his feet. Ragoki Yodov coming. Kids, it's the same thing. If you bend down, you, you reach with your hands. If you don't bend down, it's with your feet. It's the same. It never happened. And he says, I saw this Karenofel. You know, when you're like in a plane and you look down and you see like a, a truck on a highway and it looks like a little tiny thing? That's what he saw. The Kama Utayo. I saw this, this Arab guy on a camel. Yeah, this thing, a sword. He looked like a, like a little worm. Okay. That's how tall. So the kids are, it's never going to rain that many feet. And if it does, then don't worry about it. Not that much rain. Not that there's no rain. It should be perfect. Yishmechem be'itam, and its time means in, in the right amount also. She calls man shagisham merubin mitashishin sarez ve'enu mitziyah peiros. If it's too much, it's no good for the land. Dova acher tap of chav gimel be'itam lately reviyos v'leishabasos. These are times when people don't go out of their house Tuesday night and Friday night. She came latinu ve'shimim and chadav she yardulem gisham be'lately reviyos v'leishabasos at shenasu chidin kichloyos. That's how large the the the, the wheat was. Usoirin kiyarin ezaisim. And they put aside a sample. That's why we have smaller weed and smaller everything. We'll see you tomorrow at 7.15. Chakras tomorrow, the first minion, by the way, is a little earlier because of Rishchidosh. 6.15, right? Ah, good to